Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk shoot. Recorded live. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is your boy, Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This is Compton Politics. Uh, I'm so excited about tonight's show. This major, this is history tonight. Uh, man, I'm excited. I mean, it's been a long time coming. Uh, I think I'm on my hundred and something show. Uh, I'm just, like I said, this is T25CL.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Uh, tonight, we are bringing, we're going back at least 40 to 33 years in music. I'm talking about we're going real deep. There's no telling how many guests we have on the line tonight from the hip-hop era. Really, though, for real. Um, I don't know. I'm just excited about tonight. I'm seeing these lines and lit up. I mean, they lit up tonight. But uh, we had a great weekend. I want to uh, tell you all about my boy, uh, Michael Owens had a Schroeder where I was able to salute to my brother and send him off. He had a wonderful uh, memorial. We all know who we talking about. It was a brother who actually was real close to me, uh, one of my mentors. And um, it's just, a, you know, just a wonderful thing when we, you know, we can send somebody off, one of our loved ones, because we all going to end up leaving one day. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, we've got to be prepared for something like that. So I advise everybody to get your life together, get your stuff in order so nobody will have to take care of something when you're gone. So, like I said, this is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in society. Um, I want to say a prayer for my boy, Roger Governor. Um, you know, just put a prayer. I can't put out what's wrong with him, but I just want to put a prayer out for him. He's another one of my mentors that's actually been doing a lot of worldwide movement uh, with me in the communities up in Torrance. You know, we had um, a couple of uh, professional people throughout the community came to the table in South Bay and pled for peace for a worldwide mission, which we're going to try to spread it on what we're doing on Saturday, uh, a pledge for peace in all communities throughout the world. Uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and get started on this show. Uh, what we have is, we have a, a fabulous historical hip hop culture, the legends who started. You know how when you talk about who started this, who started that? Well, we have the original cast legendaries, I'm saying legendaries, of, of of celebrities. I'm calling them celebrities because they were celebrities way before celebrities were celebrities in their own little way. They created a lot of movement that's out here now today. Um, a lot of people have um, kind of like forgot about who started this. We're not talking about rap. We're not talking about the industry. We're talking about guys who was in the garage, guys who was walking down the street and, and had to dance to, to keep gangbangers off of them. You know, if you didn't know how to pop lock back in the day, 
or, or break dance, you got beat up. You know, that's the only thing that kept you alive is being able to show uh, gang members or drug dealers that you had some talent or you was a rapper uh, because back in the day it was a lot of bullies. You know, so these people actually got tired of the violence way early, like 40 years ago. It was actually like a movement of, of, of transitioning because so many things have happened as far as brown and black in these communities back in this, in the, you know, 40 years ago. Man, that's a long time ago. I was, what, 11 years old. You know what I mean? And that's a long, that's what, 1976. You know, that's bicentennial year. And that's when, actually, I think, you know, we have people on the, on the line tonight that are going to be able to tell you. I'm not going to sit here and tell you anything about back in those days because I was, what, 11 in 1976 and 1983, 84. Uh, I was running the streets. I was one of the guys out there that was doing the things that why these guys started, you know, hip-hop and started getting kids off the streets and getting kids from being in gangs and drugs. And we just got a whole cast of individuals tonight, uh, Radio Tron, Camilo Alvarez. Uh, we got Mark. Uh, uh, Silky D, I hope she get on the line. I see about the five lines lit up right now. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to give up some company politics tonight right now. This is T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. I'm going to go ahead and just go straight to the guests, you know, on the line. Then after that, once I find out who's on the line, then we're just going to go ahead and do open forum. And uh, y'all people be ready for this hip-hop history because it's going to be told and not sold. So I'm going to go to this first California caller. Hello, uh, who is this first California caller on the line? Yo, what's up? What's going on, my brother? Who is this on the line? Uh, it's your boy, clientele, uh, you know, a.k.a. Mark Hawkins, you know, chairman and CEO of the Universal Hip Hop Network, and also a uh, former member or current member or just a member of a group called the World Class Wrecking Crew that included Dr. Dre, DJ Yella, Lonzo, Battle Cat, and the whole, you know, whole bit of folks, man. If it wasn't for the Wrecking Crew, you know, there'd be no... No Dr. Dre, no Dr. Dre, no Eminem, no Eminem, no 50 Cent, no 50 Cent, no G-Unit, on and on and on. So that's what we're doing. And uh, glad to be here tonight, Renzo, and uh, to chop it up. And I'm looking forward to sharing uh, in the history of this this wonderful uh, event coming up and also in the West Coast history for sure. Oh, yeah, and I appreciate you calling in, man, because uh, what's happening tonight, I don't think people really understand who we really have on these lines tonight, who's really is incognito who's connected with company politics and t25cl.com galaxy talk radio like i said this is a history radio show tonight this is this radio show tonight is going down in history tonight because uh, you don't get this like for real man i mean i done did almost a hundred and some interviews but this right here i can feel the energy i feel the energy all day long you know what i'm saying uh mark and i like i said i appreciate you calling in man i'm going uh, get back to you. I'm just going to go through the guests right now to find who's on the line. Then we're going to come back and I'm going to hit you up with some questions. Hold on just a moment. Word up. Yo, yo, this is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Ellis Murphy. Who's on the line calling from Southern California? Hey, Zoe, it's Rosalind Jordan Mills from T25. All right. Talk radio as well from Rosalind's Corner. All right, all right. Great to hear it again. All right. All right, all right. I'm going to go back to the guest. Thank you for calling in. Hold on just a moment. Yo, yo, this comes from politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Who's on the line calling from Southern California? Who
Yo, yo, who's this? It's Lorenzo Elvis Murphy from Compton County. I mean, sure. Compton Politics, what's going down? <laughs> what's going on? This is Silky D. What's up, First Silky? Lady DJ. Yeah, First Lady DJ in the hip-hop world. Um, also the West Coast Ambassador for our Universal Hip-Hop Museum. And um, First Lady in Uncle Jam's Army, which is one of the uh, groups that fueled the... Uh, the West Coast, along with World Class Wrecking Crew. Wow, this is really, like I said, this is an exciting uh, show tonight. This is really history tonight, and I appreciate you calling in, Silky. I mean, it's an honor to even have you to call in. I'm excited. Uh, I, I love what y'all are doing out here in California on the West Coast. I mean, y'all actually branding the West Coast back over all the way from, when they say all the way from the start, I really, that's really what's happening. You started all over from the start, and, and that's the blessing. I appreciate you calling in. Can you give me a moment find out who's else on the other line? No problem. All right. Yo, yo, who's this on the line? This country politics. Uh, who's on the line right now? Carmelo Alvarez. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for calling in, Mr. Alvarez. How are you doing today, sir? Excellent. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, thank you for calling, man. Like I told the people, man, this is history tonight, man. Just, by, just the five people I know rising on the line, but I'm speaking about the hip-hop family that was going down, which T25 and Country Politics is a part of this movement of the uh, ceremony of the awards, you know what I'm saying? So it's a blessing. We've got history all on the phone. I just want to thank you for calling in, and I'm just going to go down the line with each individual and introduce themselves and do, you know, tell the people right now, Carmelo, who you are and what you represent, man, really. You know, this guy is the one who was on the West Coast who started for us breaking and all the other major, major things. You know, I don't want to sit here and rep, misrepresent saying something that's not right. I would rather for you, um, Mr. Alvarez, is to sit here and speak for yourself. So let the people know who you are, and I'm going to go back up tomorrow. Well, first of all, I just want to say uh, thank you for everybody who uh, asked me to be on the advisory board for the Hip Hop Museum, and I'm very uh, interested and commi committed to building a Universal Hip Hop Museum in Compton. Uh, that's where a lot of the roots of hip hop uh, came from. I started a youth center called Youth Break Center on MacArthur Park area in 1983, AKA the Radiotron, where kids were coming from all over the city and even from all over the world to break dance. They were actually leaving gangs to join break dance crews, graffiti art crews, DJ crews, MC crews. And, um, and that was, that's what made hip hop a beautiful movement. It's a movement of consciousness. Uh, it was all about your skills. It didn't matter your background. What it mattered is what you got to show. Take it on the mic, take it on the floor, hit it on the wall. Kids were battling with art, with music, with dance, and they weren't gangbanging and hurting each other. So we're here to bring that back, to get back to the roots of hip-hop, and we're celebrating that in MacArthur Park, 33rd anniversary of Radiotron, Peace in the Streets, August 27th, MacArthur Park, free for everybody. So we invite everybody to come down and join us. We've got 100 hip-hop artists that are just showing love for peace and unity. Wow, man. That, is, that sounds amazing. That sounds like that. That sounds like that ain't even going to happen, but I know. I mean, that just sounds like a dream. I mean, what do you get and gather up these people from all the years back for 40 years? How do you go and just get these people, you know what I'm saying? And everybody's alive. And, I mean, with the energy of how would you started, what made you as the individual, I mean, like 33 years ago, what made you want to just start something? Did you ever see, 
how it's going to spread around the world. Did you ever see the vision like that? Or you just was mainly worrying about the people in that community? No, I asked God what I was to do with my talent. And God put in my heart to help young people. So throughout the last 33 years, I've been blessed with keys to buildings. And you know what I do with those keys? I open doors for young people. And I'm going to continue doing that to my last breath. So I'm truly living my purpose, and I'm using my gifts to bring peace, unity, healing, and love to this world. So I'm wow. blessed. Now, you know, that means so much to me because I'm a part of y'all movement now. You know what I'm saying? Um, I used to be the freak daddy dancer back in the 80s. You know what I mean? I was the freak patrol. You know, I'd come up with about 50 guys when oh, I was yeah. with, the flip, with the flip shirts on, and we'd be, you know, talking about the roach on the wall. We don't need no raid. Let that thing crawl, crawl, let it crawl. We used to say the ball head freak, all that stuff. You know, I remember the era. I was, you know, I was a tab high freak. You know, they had the uh, break dance, you had the pop line, but you also had the freak patrol, too, and I was part of the freak patrol. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I was yeah. I was back in the hip hop era too, and it kept me out of trouble too. It kept me. I had a lot of women. You know what I mean. My name back in the day was uh, Freak Daddy Zoe. You know uh -oh. what I mean. <laughs> so like I appreciate you, Mr. Camillo. Now what All I'm right. gonna do? I'm gonna go ahead and go to the next guest. All right, I'm back to Mark. Mark, what's up, man? Let's talk about uh, how did you get LA? Uh, uh, how did you get started? What made you want to start that back in? The, when did you actually start? When did y'all start? Because you talk about Dr. Dre, all way right. before Compton was wanted, way before Straight Outta Compton the movie. So you was they should have made a movie about that before the Compton Straight Outta Compton way, right? No doubt, no doubt, man. Um, no, this, this is this is clientele again for folks that don't know. Um, w well, the Wrecking Crew itself was was a group of DJs that started. In uh, in the late 70s, um, they had like they had uh, cats like uh, um, Dr. Rock, um, you know Grandmaster Alonzo, uh, Unknown DJ, and and DJ Yella, and uh, subsequently there were two groups actually in one. One was called Disco Construction Productions, and the other one was the Wrecking Crew, and I believe that phrase was coined by uh, uh, Daryl Sweeney, who was actually um, used to be uh, mayor of of uh, of, Car of Carson. But anyway, he was friends with Lonzo, and he saw him one day and said, man, you got a lot, a lot of guys in your group, you know, tearing down that equipment. You should call them the Wrecking Crew. And so that name kind of stuck, and then Wrecking Crew became not just the DJs, but also all the, you know, support people, the roadies and everybody else. Um, Dr. Dre joined Wrecking Crew in about 82, 83, something like that, and I joined shortly after that. I was, I was actually a DJ and a battle rapper. I would go around – Compton and South Central and Watts and Linwood, anywhere I can just, you know, battle. And I just jump into a, you know, a crowd and just start battling people at school, wherever it was at. I even had cats follow me into the bathroom at school, you know, uh, Gardena High battling. But um, so I got a reputation as a battle rapper. Um, and every week, the club, the Eve After Dark, where the wrecking crew was, they would have these rap contests. So one week I went up there, got into a rap contest, and I won. And so Lonzo approached me and said, hey, man, you know, we're we, we going to start making these records. Uh, I was wondering if you wanted to, you know, join the record crew and start making records. I'm like, hell yeah. So that's how I got started, you know, uh, there. And, you know, the, the rest is history, man. And, you know, having, right. you know, Dre as, as one of um, initially the DJs in the crew. And then um, subsequently we all got into 
production and and writing, and then we started working for KDA, and we became you know some of the KDAY mixmasters, um, and we we really honed our technical skills there, and really uh, learned learned our broadcasting skills and production skills there, and like I say, man, pretty much you know the rest is history. After that, it was you know the sky's the limit. You know, with you know eventually they went on to uh, develop you know and form NWA. And, uh, and then, you know, Aftermath and, and Death Row and all that good stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was it was just an organic thing that we did. And like you, I got into it because I didn't want to gangbang. And I was being pressured, you know, to gangbang every day. Cats coming up to me, you know, yo, what's up, man? You know, that type of thing. What set you from? And all this kind of, I ain't from no set, man. I got to go rehearse. You know, I, I, got, I got stuff to do. I had a, you know, we had a DJ crew, me and Joe Cooley. So that was my out. That was my excuse to not have to hang around all, you know, all of the crazy stuff. So um, right. that's that's just what it was, and it, it just like that, man. Just like you, hip hop saved my life. Wow, that's incredible, man. I mean, I'm gonna come back to you because I want to respect everybody. I want everybody to just be sitting up. I'm gonna come back to you in a moment. I'm gonna do open forum in a moment. Uh, let me see. I know this is Roslyn. Uh, this is a person that's not saying nothing. Let me go to this guest right here. Hello. Hello. Uh, yo, who's this? Hello, hello. This is Silky D, right? What's up, yeah. Silky? All right, yeah. Silky. Uh, yeah. How are you? yeah. So, how your day been? Um, it's busy. You know, we're getting ready for a, a huge historical, I say, universal uh, event. You know, it can only happen by organically and the spirits that be to allow for us to come back and do what we do best as far as helping the youth and, um, you know, uh, celebrating the arts of hip-hop. A lot of people right, are confused right. about hip-hop. You know, a lot of people are confused about hip-hop. They really don't know where hip-hop actually derives, and it just happens to be, you know, higher in the power of helping other people. And um, wow. with that, so say, you know, can you say that again? Brown, can, you say that? can you say that again? Can you say what? Higher, higher inner power helping other people. Okay. And that was that was the thing. We were helping other people to stay off the streets, you know, quit, not gangbanging. I mean, drugs set in in the 80s, as you know, and um, it was a way out for a whole lot of us. And I could say the same for myself. Um, I started DJing in 79. Uh, wow. DJ Magic Mount. <laughs> yeah, DJ Magic Mike. And Michael Mixon Moore was the one who put me out there in the club scene. And then from there, I uh, happened to go and uh, surprise Uncle Jam's Army in, 80, in 81 uh, to an uh, event because my boyfriend and I was also sound audio owners. Um, they were shocked that I was a female. Happened to be coming to DJ their event, <laughs> right, and right, with that, right. that night, with that night, Roger Clayton approached me, and the next thing I know, I started DJing for Uncle Jam's Army, and then turned around and recorded uh, two albums with them, uh, two records with them, Dollar Freak, and Yes, Yes, Yes. So, oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was my song. I'm sure I was a freak dad. That was a freak patrol. So I'm into <laughs> all that Uncle Jam Army. That's all Uncle Jam Army was about was freak patrol, freak. Oh, oh yes, I exactly. Yeah, Uncle Jam Army started off a whole lot of the, what, the freak contest, the big booty yeah, contest, yeah, the big lady yeah. contest. 
Yeah, all of those those type of competitions or contests did come out of Uncle Jam's Army. And the beautiful part about it is it was was for the youth. It was for the youth. I mean, we had kids coming there at the age of 13 and stuff, and all we served was soda pop and and hot dogs. Right. It was PG-13. Yeah, it was PG-13. Everything, even though it was, like I said, I was a freak daddy, it was still PG-13. It was cool. Yeah, and you having know, a whole lot of fun, and having a whole lot of fun, getting their groove on, DJs getting their groove on, and all the dancers that, you know, we have today of pop-locking and b-boying and, you know, all the dance culture of hip-hop, I would say, you know, that came out of that era, everybody was doing it at Uncle Jam's Army event. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, it, was, it was really cool, and I just right. other. Yeah, and I went on to do other things. I mean... The beautiful part about it is it's just like what Mark Hawkins said, you know, you start producing, you start engineering. I became a sound stage director for uh, the 70s funk group bands. I mean, you know, I've been very blessed to work with greats that was here before me. So, you know, I, I like to say it's just a blessing in that how as a, you know, a youth, because youth goes up to the age of 35, really, you know, how we was able to express ourselves and live our dreams. And, um, man, it can only be from divine up above. And how of can course, we not reciprocate that and give back? Yes, yes, yes. And like I said, it's an honor for me to even be, you know, uh, supporting uh, something so large um, uh, on, on, a, on this magnitude. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm, like I said my energy is excited. I've been excited ever since I've been coming to the meetings and stuff, you know, it's just exciting being able to have real people that care about people. And, you know, it's about the money, but I haven't heard anybody even mention about that type of stuff when I've been around. It's about really caring, humanitarianism. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all really care. Um, And it's like y'all planted a positive seed years ago. And this would have grew out, you know what I mean? And this is something that you can actually pass on down to use on how to plant the positive seed to see something grow later. You know, you never know where it's going to grow because hip-hop grew out across the world. You get what I'm saying? So you you, yeah. you founded it and you made it and you made the seed, you planted the seed long time ago and it just spread it everywhere. It even grew through cement. Like I said, I appreciate yeah. the work you was doing now in society. I really appreciate that. Oh, thank you, man. I mean, it's, okay. only, God, it's only God-driven, you know, with my fellow brothers and sisters that are out here. I just say it's our way of doing missionary work. It's just our way of of uh, spreading the word and really showing love and unity, you know, and uh, peace. And that's what's important, you know, of hip-hop. Right, right, right. Now, thank you for that right there. You know, I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to go to the next. We have some more callers come in. Let me see who this is I called in. Hello, this is Compton Politics. This is T25CL.com. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. What's going on? Who's this on the line? Hey, it's me. I'm listening. All right. All right, Michelle. Thank you for calling in, Michelle. Tonight, you know, we got some real legends in the line uh, from the hip-hop era. And, uh, you know, you know how I do it. I just try to keep it real, keep it real and raw. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and click on you because I got another guest right here. Hold on. Let me see. Is this Mr. Camello? Hello. Yo, yo, hello, sir. How are you? I'm back to you. After you, I'm going to open up and do an open forum. Uh, I want to just ask you a couple of questions, Mr. Camello. Um, back in the day, how old were you? Can I just ask? I ain't trying to tell your age, but it's just puzzled me 
about how you sit up and you know and you just so cool, calm, collective, and and just like you already knew your vision that you planned, it's like it actually came about for what you visioned. Um, I mean, it's an amazing. It's kind of remind me of a Caesar Chavez movement. You know what I'm saying? Really, that's what you remind me of, man. Not just trying to be stereotyped, but it's for real, man. You you've been on a long mission, and most people don't stick to their dream as long they change their dream. You know. Like me, I do. I'm a drummer. I'm an actor. I'm a top national speaker. So, you know, how did you? How were you able to stay focused on one dream and just stay to it and just really believe in it? You know, but what made you want to believe in other people like you do? Because people, because people need to know. Because people out there in the world need to know how do you do that? I mean, because it's an art. It's a gift. Is it bad? Is it was it passed down from your family? Uh, somebody else in your family did this before you. Uh, how did this happen? Well, I, actually, my dream was to be a bank robber. So when I was 15, I was running around with some, you know, gangsters. And I didn't like the idea of of hurting each other. I didn't see no point in hurting my brother. So a teacher told me, go to Barnesdale Junior Art Center, study art. So there at Barnesdale, I met Chester Whitmore, who invited me to join his tap troupe. And Chester Whitmore uh, is, a, is a prodigy of, of the Nicholas Brothers. So when I was 15 years old, he took me to Inner City Cultural Arts Center where I met Bernard Jackson and I met Faye Nicholas and he showed me some of the tap moves. So I was doing musicals at Inner City. I did a musical called Crenshaw Boulevard and I was tap dancing. And from there I went to ragtime dancing. So thanks to Chester Whitmore, thanks to the Nicholas Brothers, I got turned on to tap dancing so that when I saw pop locking and I saw break dancing and I saw hip hop, I knew it was a continuation going back to even the the bebop movement, the jazz movement, going back to the uh you know, the hippie movement. So it was like the bebop, the beatbox, the hippies and then the hip hop. So these are all social cultural movements that have progressed throughout the, the different eras. So when I saw when I saw hip hop and I saw that there was dance, there was there was art, the graffiti art, there was spoken word, lyricism, rapping, dancing, had all the elements. And I just saw it as another movement, as another cultural social movement that's for for the that comes out of the people. It's an it's it comes out of the people because at that time, you know, during the eighties you had the 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 Iran Contra, the practice and all that. So kids were looking for their own, creating their own alternatives. So my background is really in, in my first experiences in tap dancing. So wow, so, that's I could, hey, I could have never imagined that. Yeah, I'm an I'm an old hoofer, man. I got the I got the soft shoe moves. Uh oh, so, uh oh. Thanks to my brother Chester Whitmore, who's still doing shows. In fact, he's doing a show called uh, The King of Swing at the Ford Theater. So go and support Chester. Uh, he's a beautiful person, very talented, very humble, very generous, like one of the most talented. Uh, What's the show? What is the date of the show? Just a little more at the Ford Theater. Check him out. And then I met um, I met Bernard Jackson, who opened Inner City Cultural Center, and he became my mentor. I saw how Bernard Jackson opened spaces, cultural spaces in poor neighborhoods. So I looked around my neighborhood, and I noticed we didn't have that. We don't have theaters, wow. we don't have galleries, we don't have cafes like they do in the West Side. So I started opening, I started opening centers. So over the last 38 years, I've opened 15 different cultural centers. But out of Dang. all those, 
out of all those sinners, the most famous, the most talked about is Radiotron. It's a phenomenon. The irony is that when I went to get permits, that building didn't exist. It was a ghost building. But yet still today, we're still celebrating 33 years of Radiotron, a building run down, dilapidated old ghost building, and that's where all the kids came together, regardless of the background, just to come and to express themselves through art and music and dance. And that's my purpose. But I started... Wow, yeah, I started just like those kids. I was a little hoofer. I was a little tap dancer back when I was 15. So I get the kids. I totally understand them. I always tell them, I'm you, just older. Wow, so, yeah, because you know adults turn to kids two times. So when you get to a certain age, you're going to be a kid all over again. That's on a natural thing. And I got yeah. one question before I go to uh, all the callers. I'm open to do an open forum around 8 o'clock. Uh, how was how hard was it to get brown and black together? Was it a big problem back then, or was it like pieces and cream? What was the biggest? Was it a problem back then with brown and black? Well, like for me, it was for me it was it was natural because where I grew up, I was like uh, Venice, you know, Washington, and we just naturally you know merged together. See, the kids they don't learn, they don't grow up racist. They're taught that. So if you put kids together to dance, to play, to create. They're gonna get along. They don't matter the it don't matter the color. So kids were gravitating towards hip hop. You had kids from coming coming from El Salvador because there was a war going on, and they want to assimilate into the American culture. But they moved to South Central, so they're around African Americans, hearing the music, and looking at the dance and the style. So they want to blend in. And the same thing, you know, with the homies, they're riding on the wall. They're doing all the 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 solo writing and the low riders. So we're all growing up together because we're all really one people. So I think to me, the kids, man, they're the, they're the hope and they're the light of the world because kids yeah. are not racist. Kids are taught that they're not racist. The kids are not the problem. It's the adults, like the Trumps of the world. They're the ones that are bringing the hate and the racism. But the kids, like just even the kids I was working with on this Sunday practicing for Radiotron, they're black and brown. But I didn't pick them. They just formulated naturally, organically, because they're all into the same thing, and they all wow. want to and, they, and we all want, just like, just like me and you, brother. Me and you are right. brothers, and we're, and we're connected right now. And with my sister, Silky, and my brother, clientele, and we're all one. We're all one people, one, one family, and I'm so happy and so blessed to, be, to have met you all, and I look forward to doing m many more things in the future. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I said, I appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and do an open forum. And what I do on my open forum, y'all, open forum. Uh, I have a couple. I have two people. I have two guests, right, I can know I could go to. And I know they have questions. Michelle, you got to ask some questions because you're from way back. Uh, I got two guests where I'm going to go ahead and click on uh, Rosalind right now. Rosalind is actually the, one of the CEOs of T25CL.com. This is the lady who gave me the opportunity three years ago and believed in me and said, you're going to have a radio show. And I didn't believe it. I don't know what she was talking about. I've never been a radio personality at all. Uh, I've been going on I'm going on. I have another guest just called from central Pennsylvania. Hey, Rosalind. Yes, sir. I'm here. Uh, you're on the line. You have any questions for any of the guests? I mean, what I can do, I'm just going to go ahead and open up the lines. Uh, I know it's one person that just came in, but that's Mary and Mary, you know, how to just blend in. She know about hip hop. She did something with uh, Marvin, I think, Marvin Gaye back in the day, so she knows about what's going on. So 
Uh, I like Rosalyn to ask the question first. Then after Rosalyn, I like Michelle to ask the question if you'd like to, Michelle. And then Mary, I'm sure you've seen my post on Facebook. You already know what's going on with the hip-hop movement. You know about the music industry. Uh, Rosalyn, what's your question? Well, my question is for uh, my, my, my sister, uh, Silky D. Um, being in this industry, how hard was it for you being a female, black female in this industry coming up? I mean, give us the, 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 the hardest times and then the greatest times that you had being in this business. Well, yes, it was very hard because um, I would say the first couple of years, although I had a couple of my male friends help me um, get into the club scene, even after that, I it, I had to use the, my male friends to be my front, meaning like when I made my mixtapes, they would take it to a club for, a you know, a club owner to listen to it because usually when I showed up, they didn't believe I was a DJ. So what I did was turned around and named my audio sound company Secret Weapon Sound, and I was the secret. And uh, when I, when, you know, my uh, fellow brothers would book the gig <laughs> or I come and check out the spot to see why I need to set up and the whole bit of scarf it out. And, they, and the guys were like, are you coming to the party? I was like, yeah, I'm coming to the party. And then when I turn around and show up with my two record crates <laughs> in my system, then everybody was buzzing and actually getting on the phone and said, you got to get down here, man. It's a female DJ. Because they expected me to be like, you know, like one of the dudes. I mean, after all, most of the females that have started in hip-hop was dressed boyish, and I chose to still be dressed as a lady. I was actually DJing in my pumps and my mini dress at the time, and very mm-hmm. appropriate. I, I never used my sexuality to DJ. I was just as good as the ones that are out here and better. So, yeah, it was very hard for me, even when it came down to me becoming a, a woman music uh, stage director. I mean, my first year, uh, and I worked with some great men in this industry, and no woman, they told me, no woman has ever done anything. And they thought, you know, I was uh, the promoter's mistress. But when they actually saw that I knew about sounds, I knew how to engineer the board, I, I was down there getting grit and dirty, lifting up speakers and connecting a snake and things like that, then I had got my respect in, in the concert world. And after that, a lot of other doors had opened up for me, even to the point where we didn't have in our neighborhoods where the white boys sold equipment to us wholesale. And I actually had opened up that door. I was able to get sure 57 mics for $30 a pop and BGWs and things like that for like 150 And I turned around and brought it into the neighborhood for my fellow audio owners and DJs to be able to own this type of equipment, you know, instead of breaking us in our pockets of paying it, uh, you know, retail sale. So, yeah, it was, it, it was hard, you know. Um, I would say Uncle Jam's Army was my family, and they protected me a lot when I was performing on stage with them. They didn't allow a lot of the groups that came down. I mean, I was blessed to be on the same stage with Run DNC and Houdini and Dream Team and Ice T and I can go on and on. But when I was in the back, in the backstage, they actually act like my big brothers and nobody was able to approach me. So, and they're still like that to this day. You know? okay. so, 
Yeah, I, I could say, you know, yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's, it's extremely hard even now. I mean, you know, um, if I'm not around my brothers, the fact that men, when they look at strong women, cannot accept that because they're not looking at you, you know, with your mind. They're looking at you with something else. And, you know, that could be a, a, a miscommunication because I always, you know, maintain myself professional and a lady in this business, and I don't mix the two. And so exactly. sometimes I don't get gigs. I mean, even in Hollywood, you know, they'll they'll tag me along and I'll make a little money, but once the alternative motive was not – um, met to play, then they don't call me anymore, you know. So the work has been very hard for me, you know, because of the fact that I refuse to do the, you know, casting couch. Yes. Come on now. Yeah, wow. and it's still like that today. It's still like that today. So, you know, I choose to do what God has sent me to do. I choose to give and work, you know, work with other organizations that can utilize my services of my giving and to help them you know, achieve as long as they are doing the right thing from their heart of helping the youth and be able to recycle something positive. And I, that's that's all I can do, you know. All right, all right. Go ahead. Somebody else want to say something? Because there's open forum right now, so if you want to say something, you can say something. Let's just be respectful. And uh, when somebody says something, let's just, you know, let's just stay in our lane. Um, is Michelle still on the phone? Michelle, you on the line? No, I guess Michelle is not on the line. Well, like I said, this is Compton Politics. This is T25CO.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Uh, we got master guests, master guests on the line right now uh, from, from the hip-hop culture, Jaru's of why it's going down like it is in music. Let's not get the game twisted. We love rap, but we love hip hop because hip hop was so positive to me. It was guys that would rap but would not say a cuss word. They would talk about you, it wasn't a cuss word. I mean, what was the, okay, anybody explain how was that, what made the transition of hardcore and different disrespect? When did it change the tra- transitioning into disrespecting the gang banging? The, 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 I got the bling bling because we never used to hear music like that. You know, we used to always talk about the park or church or you're looking corny or they just right. talk about your clothes or something because somebody from the. Uh, I, think from Mark, family, I think Mark can best answer that. I think Mark is good to say that. I mean, yeah, I mean, there was, there was a time when uh, if you dressed a certain way, you wore, you know, sneakers or. Or you know you you had you know big shoelaces and khaki pants. You were clown, you know, back in the day. Um, people didn't you know take too kindly to you know the whole situation you know with gangbanging because the majority of folks you know didn't didn't uh, roll with that or didn't support that. So as an MC and, and particularly as an artist uh, back then in the beginning, you couldn't curse on a record. If you cursed on a record, that was almost career suicide because you know, they couldn't play it on the radio. You know, the radio didn't accept it or allow it, or they had to, you know, you know, beep it out or, or edit it. And they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to take the time. Program directors didn't want to take the time for that kind of stuff. So you had to be creative without um, writing rhymes that, that were offensive or that used profanity or anything like that. So you could imagine, you know, the kind of creativity it took in the long hours of, you know, uh, 
you know, reading in dictionaries and thesauruses and everything else, trying to make sure that your words, you know, uh, meant something. Um, and a lot of that, too, is hip-hop kind of um, evolved, rapping in and of itself kind of evolved in waves. So right. you'd have, you know, conscious rappers or you'd have, you know, socially aware rappers, then it would maybe shift into something else for, for a time, and then it would come back to something else. But eventually, um, in the early 90s, I would say, um, late 80s, late 80s, early 90s, um, you kind of had this, this, this new thing with, you know, uh, braggadocio and, and the Tony Montanas and, and because of the, you know, the, the, the drug thing. Drugs were starting to, you know, come in in the 80s, the mid-80s, and people started to glorify that lifestyle. And, you know, the, this, this whole, you know, good versus bad thing became all about, okay, you got the fresh cars, you got the women, you got the money because, you know, you're dealing in, in, in both. But then that became a glorified situation and kind of like this Tony Montana thing. And then when, of course, when the movie Colors came out, um, that just pretty much, you know, spread the whole Crips and Blood thing all over the country and eventually all over the world. So you got, you know, the glorification of gangs. You got, you know, the glorification of of the drug trade and and drug dealing. You know, then that eventually, you know, fused into the music and fused into the culture of hip-hop so that when record labels started signing artists, they started signing a lot of artists that glorified that lifestyle in the, in the 90s, even though conscious rap was still strong. But eventually, you know, that lifestyle started to win out over the consciousness rap, which didn't completely go away, but was suppressed and, and kind of felt underground. So a lot of the conscious rappers became a lot of the underground rappers, and a lot of the gangster rappers became the prevalent, you know, rappers. And that wow. Lasted. And that lasted for, you know, another 10, 10 or so years or another generation or two. And as a result, you know, that's where we are today. But it started to, it started to you know, swing back. I mean, we got the swag rappers out there now. You know, we got the trill rappers, the drill rappers, and all that kind of stuff. We got the mumble rappers. But we also got, like, the J. Cole, Kendrick Lamars, and people like that, too, that are, that are really, you know, starting to, uh, you know, shine through and really dominate you know, the genre as a whole. But it changed, I would say, about the late 80s, early 90s, and then it just kind of, you know, went from there. Right, right, right. I appreciate that information, ladies and gentlemen. No problem. This is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Evans Murphy. We have some of the most incredible geniuses in the world on the radio show tonight. And the reason why I'm saying that, because they're still alive, and they had a plan years ago, and it spread it through different levels of generations or I know kids from 1 to 2, from 1 to 10 that love hip-hop. I know kids from 11 to 20 that love hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? It's just the whole gender of the whole different age brackets of hip-hop. It's like I go to hip-hop concerts. I see guys 50 years old rapping. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wow. And these guys are really like walking around proud at 50 years old that they rappers. And they rappers. You know what I mean? You got guys at 40. Well, I mean, it's just amazing of having a, the, the characteristics of being uh, an entertainer as a rapper. You know, um, there's a couple of more questions I had for uh, everybody. And my, one of my main questions were, why is it that it's so hard to get into the industry now as far as with your music? I mean, I heard Silky speak about that as far as on a woman level. But why is it so hard? Why do they want to take all your money at the beginning I want to give you money and take it at the end, you know. So why is it like that? Or is hip hop more different than rap? 
more different than the industry? Because I, I think some people out there would like to know the difference between rap, hip hop music, industry, and underground independent. Doing what's the difference yeah. between doing it yourself, getting all your own money, really believing in your own mission, then going to a label, right. you know, making your money, being used by certain machines that they got, and you know, I ain't gonna go too deep, but y'all know what I'm saying. Being used by certain machines that they got. What's the difference between a split? Because you know, I hear sometimes, no, this is hip hop. No, he's like, this is rap. Yeah. Like, man, that ain't yeah. no hip hop. That's rap. We don't want to hear no rap. I hear that in a lot of places I go. What is right. the difference? Because somebody please well, explain to the world what that is. Well, well, first of all, um, hip hop is is a is a culture. It's a, it's a it's a way of life. Yeah. Rap in and of itself is one element of, of hip-hop, MCing, you know. Um, the reason why rap or MCing has uh, become so prevalent is because a lot of the rappers have been made into uh, icons or celebrities, and, you know, it's their voice on the microphone and, and their personalities that, that tend to, you know, gravitate a lot of fans towards that. But rap in and of itself is only one component or one element of the culture of hip hop, the genre of hip hop, which includes, uh, you know, DJing, uh, you know, breakdancing, you know, graffiti art, and, and also knowledge, which is one that most people always forget about it in terms of being an element of hip hop. And the hip itself means, you know, you, you're in the know, you, you know things, you're hip, right? You're happening. And then the hop is the movement. So hip hop in and of itself is, 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 a, is a vibrant, knowledgeable movement. But to get back to uh, what you were saying about the industry, the industry, the business model for the industry has changed quite a bit with the, you know, inception of the Internet and, and, and digital media and, and the 360 deal that was first formulated by cast like Lia Cohen and, and, and um, Jimmy Iovine, who uh, figured out that, hey, um, it's, it's, it's very difficult now to make, you know, money off of artists in the in the old traditional way of okay, we find an artist, we sign them, we we put all of this you know uh, headwind uh, in front of them, and we push them in and of itself as as this model, and then we take their records and we promote their records. Well, because of you know the internet and digital downloading and, and streaming and, and and file sharing that's no longer feasible. Vinyl is no longer the thing or a CD is no longer the thing or a cassette tape is no longer the thing. There's probably people, you know, listening right now who weren't even born, you know, when the, when the, the cassette tape was invented or, or vinyl even. So the, the model has changed so much that now they've created this 360 deal model, but most artists that get signed, quote unquote, because signing really is, like going to the bank and getting a business loan, you know, at, wow. at this point. Because you got to pay that money back. You get signed to a label, and they, and they give you, an quote-unquote, an advance. That's really not your money. That's their money that they've invested in you saying, hey, we're going to float you this loan until you can, you know, generate enough revenue for us to pay it right. back. So they right. sign these artists to 360 deals, which means – they're going to get a piece of everything you do. See, because back in the day, record labels could only, you know, generate revenue from an artist from record sales, right, and right. anything related to that. Now, if you go into acting 
or if you're selling merchandise or if you're doing concerts, they can get a piece of that money as well. Um, right. And that, that's what that whole new 360 deal model is. Um, a lot of artists complain about it because it's, it's almost like they have control of everything you do now uh, in terms of that. But, again, the flip side on the re- record label side is, well, we're investing all of this money in you. We have to make it back some kind of way. And because of file sharing and downloading and streaming and all these kinds of things, you know, we, we have to be able to protect that. So that's where the business model is now in terms of a, an independent artist. The goal of the independent artist is to get themselves so well-known that they now have the tools and the popularity to go to the label and say, okay, now look at how much how many followers and likes and, and, and popularity I've generated on my own. Now it's time for us to do a, a joint venture, so to speak, right? So now right. we have an artist who's already established because of, you know, what they've done through via social media, and that's just going to take the label. The label's just going to take them and try and promote them and push them uh, to the next level. But the difficulty, again, in that is, you know, a lot, of, a lot of artists are trying to get to that level, and not all of them get there, and realistically, most of them don't. So, right. you know, that's, that's pretty much where we're at with the industry now. Um, okay, so now okay. You, you know, that's good, man. I really appreciate that breakdown. You know, people need to know that, and it's always important. That's what Compton Politics is about, is educating and letting people know, get information, the right information. The whole thing is getting the right information, guess what, from the right people. And that's the whole thing. You know, you can, people can come give you information, but if it don't come from the horse's mouth, it's not too much. It's like secondary information. And that's what's really been floating around, in, you know, our cities, the secondary information for people that have never been there. You know, never been there where you've been. You know, never did what you did. Right. And trying right. to tell the story, don't tell it right. That's why I appreciate everybody that's calling in tonight. Uh, I want to go ahead and give a shout-out to Compton Politics, T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Uh, Ashley, ladies and gentlemen, who's on the line, this is actually a 24-hour network, just like Spotify, Pandora, uh, uh, any other network. We actually take artists and we sell their albums. We sell movies. This is no different than no other network that's out here. T25 was a major, major network. We, we move in mountains. We all over the world, different countries. Uh, we have five different shows every night at 730 on T25CL.com. You can actually get the app on your phone and on your, on your, on your computer to where you can listen to a radio music 24 hours a day. So I'm hearing that all y'all got y'all artists, you have albums, you got music, come bring it to the T25 family. So we we because we love the movement y'all are doing. Like I said, we represent real deep contrapolitics T25. Actually, I'm gonna talk about the event, who's gonna be a part of the event. If y'all wanna speak about who's gonna be performing, I have a list here, but I would love to hear from, you know, the peoples that's a part of the history who actually who invited these people. Uh, I want to just talk about um the names of the artists and the uh the dance groups and the different genders that y'all have. You, I can see you have Lifetime Achievements Awards and graffiti artists, uh, uh, pop lockers, DJs. You got the beat doctors. You got, man, everything. The rappers. This is just I see the list right here on this flyer. And um, and uh, if anybody want to just mention, I, got, I can see the list right now. Uh, uh, genre. So excuse my misspelled word. I'm mispronounced word. 
excuse me, you know, sometimes I forget. I didn't pass math all the time, but I didn't pass English all the time. So excuse my tardiness with my words. If you see me miss say a word, just bear with me. Put it together, and you'll get what I'm saying. Uh, at the same time, I want to name anybody want to name some of the artists. First, I want to thank the sponsors of this event. If I forget anybody, please forgive me. I want to thank to thank you to uh, the Levis uh, Pavilion, Radiotron, Universal Hip Hop Museum, Stage of the Art, Ladylike Entertainment. I also want to, you know, you know, I can't thank myself, country politics, and I can't thank, I can thank T25 for stepping up, uh, supporting uh, what I'm doing, believing what I bring to the table. Uh, and I just want to thank those other people. If anybody else have anybody they want to thank right now at this moment, you can go ahead. If anybody I forgot, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to, uh, um, you know, say these names and stuff. And, you know, so well, they just say our name. So if anybody can remember anybody I didn't say, like I said, I want to thank uh, for us giving this event on Saturday, that's a part of the team, is, is the Levis Pavilion, Radiotron, Hip Hop, Universal Hip Hop Museum, Stage of the Art, and Ladylike Entertainment, Content Politics, T25CL.com. Oh, yeah. And um, the Bell Company. The Bell Company. Company that's donating a lot of things for us. I want to thank them, too. Um, I'm going to remember their name by the end of the night. Sorry for my tardiness again. Oh, oh, excuse me, y'all. I'm drinking on some some Kool Aid. You know, I drink on my radio show. Y'all don't know, but I've been drinking Kool Aid all during my show. So I'm a Kool Aid man. I like strawberry Kool Aid, y'all. So. Go ahead. Just gonna, no, just going to say also, you know, Toyota for donating those bags and then the Universal Hip Hop Network for uh, uh, bringing out the cameras, and, and we're going to film it, document it, and, uh, and, and put it on the uh, network as uh, one of our programs. Oh, yes. I mean, that's what I said. If somebody remembers some things I forgot, please, you know, yeah. remind to say something. Also, I would like to add uh, Mad Mac Foundation, which is uh, DJ Kevy Kev that came from the Beat Junkies as well as Radio Tron and the Blue Yow Tribe is uh, also participating in sponsoring and helping with the production. So I want to give a thank you out to him as well. That's a wonderful thing, man. I haven't heard them in a long, about them in a long. I'll be happy to see those brothers, the Booyah Tribe. I love their music. You know what I mean? They kept a gangster. I'm sorry. I mean, hey, y'all, I'm from the gangster world. I'm from that world, the other side, which I was fighting against. But now, and that's what I love about what we do and why I'm a part of something, because at this time, I was on the other side of doing the other thing, which I was fighting against. And it's like now, I was telling somebody uh, earlier how, how powerful God is. And now, here it is. I'm working with the people that was stopping this stuff back in the day when I was acting up back in the day. And now, we're here together fighting together for peace, together. And that's and that you know and that's very powerful too. Uh, it, it, it enlightens you know that I moved from somewhere. I changed too. So whatever y'all did, really to be honest with you, y'all got to understand whatever y'all did back then was an effect for me just later on in my life because it took me a, for me to get older to want to stop. So it's a lot of individuals out there like me that want to. I thank y'all for doing what y'all did. Because, you know, I was trying to recruit them young boys. You feel me? I was getting them. I was having them gang bang, sell drugs. And while y'all was doing a break dance, and, you know, now I was thinking about I'm like, wow, that's pretty deep, you know, uh, yeah. that we are connecting right like this. And, and, and this is how, like I said, this is how God works. 
And it's can all I, about positive energy. Uh, is Mr. Camelo still on the line? Yeah, can I give a thanks? Yeah, I want to thank the uh, mayor's uh, gang reduction youth development program. It's called GRID. Uh, we work with Soledad Enrichment Action, and we just took uh, 40 young taggers <laughs> up to the mountains, and they painted beautiful canvases. So uh, through the GRID program, we're going to be providing spray paint and canvases to, you know, do a graffiti art exhibit uh, all from the entrance of the park uh, on stage. Uh, Hex, uh, OG Hex, uh, he was a part of Radio Club and Radiotron. He opened the first hip-hop shop over there on Melrose. He's going to be painting the the Radiotron for the main stage. We've got a lot of graph writers. We're giving a special uh, tribute to Tempt, Tempt One, and um, just thankful for everybody we have um uh what is that there's another group there uh songs of harmony they're dedicated to black and brown unity so there's just a lot of folks stepping up to the plate and just uh giving up from their hearts so thank you to everybody and thanks to all the organizers for their time and the dedication that's yeah fine, yeah it's, it's going to be a day of, of peace and, and, and unity and a, a sharing in, you know, the culture of hip-hop. And it's going to be a, a lovely, beautiful spirit. And that's what we're creating, this organic, you know, spirit that was, was you know, spawned and, and really cultivated by what Carmelo did at Radiotron and, and, and folks like Carmelo did to really work with the youth and keep, you know, kids out of trouble and, and give, you know, kids a, another way of life and another alternative to uh, to just you know either gang banging or, or dope slinging or any of that and and we want to continue those traditions and, and keep those things alive because hip hop is worldwide now it's it's a worldwide movement and you you'll find that even the, the the model that was created back then a lot of other folks in other countries and, and you know and you know these stratified you know economic situations that they live in are, are yeah. doing the same things they're creating the same kinds of energy. And it's an right. amazing thing to say in West Africa, and South Africa, and Spain, and Portugal, and in 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 Brazil, and in Mexico, and 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 Japan, and China, and all these different places, you know, around the world, man, it's it's so enriching to see that things that we did, you know, things that you know kids did, black and brown kids in New York and L.A. did back in the day has now trans, transcended us and translated all over the world, no matter yeah. what language it is. You know, mm-hmm. people speak that language of hip-hop, breakdance, yeah. MC, and uh, graffiti art, and, 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 and all of that stuff, man. Just that rich in the DJ and just that rich culture that was created because of, you know, economic you know, conditions and, and, and poverty-stricken conditions. And um, it, it's, 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 it's just a beautiful thing to be alive, to witness how it it has mushroomed, you know, yep. throughout the world. But but sadly, wow. we're gonna bring it. We're gonna bring it back to our roots and, and back oh. to the origins. And, and you're gonna see a lot of pioneers. Pioneer. I mean, who who, who we got? We Carmel. We got we got uh, um, Battlecat, DJ Battlecat, Ronnie Hudson, Disco Daddy. We got the Glove, uh, Kid Frost, Mellow Man, Ace, um, Medusa. You know, um, my gosh, we got pop 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 lockers from uh, Little Coco from the movie. Yeah, yeah. Movie's Viking. We got Air Force Crew, L.A. Breakers, 
We got Henny Man. We got Name Him. We got Mr. Scoop. Mr. Scoop. Mr. Scoop. Biggie Frantic. Funny Bones. Playboy Alien. We got the Chris. The Glove. Yes. Yeah. The Glove. And we have... Besides Battlecat, we have a yeah. lot array of world tour DJs that are blessing us to come on the stage and show their gifts. Their, uh, yeah, we're talking straight the arts on vinyl. We're talking multi multi platinum, you know, uh, Grammy winning producers that are volunteering their time to come out and share in their experiences and really bring it back down to the roots, like back in the day, like mm-hmm. we used to do. And, and it's an amazing we- thing to see. Yeah, it'd be, and then, it'd be an amazing day. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then we've got the young kids that are like even teenagers that are the up and coming talent, you know, like like Ellie, and we got Sick Tricks and Story Kid. Uh, we got the other ones from uh, Omeka, Brown Plague, Inner City Dwellers, Union Station, uh, Irie, Gingy. Uh, we got like everything, everybody from like the youngest. Uh, Nine years old to seventy years old. Never before have there been all ages from four different eras from say the seventies to the present, all on in the same bill doing the same show at the same time. That's an amazing accomplishment and I also wanna thank um the organizers like Silky D and Clientele and everybody else, uh class one and all the people that have volunteering to meet every Tuesday night and gathering, giving of their heart and their time and their energies to make this happen. It's a phenomenon. We never expected it was going to blow up so big, but it has. And we're more people are calling. They want in and we're just like pushing the limit. It went from a 90 minute show to a five hour show from 10 artists to a hundred hip hop artists and more want to join. So we're going to have a dance floor in front of the stage if you're a popper or a break dancer, come down and we're going to have a dance floor for you. I'm going to have live graffiti art. We're going to have all the elements of hip hop. Most important wow. thing, it's a love thing. That's the number one. You know one what? You know what? We call it the, we've been calling it the, um, actually been calling it the hip hop Woodstock. And, yeah. you know, and when we use that, it's been like, for real? Oh my God, I'm coming. Oh yeah. So, you know, I've got one question that I haven't asked yet. <laughs> Uh, and the chief of the network is on the line, but I have one question. I'm not trying to throw nothing off. Have y'all lost anybody throughout all these years that you want to just mention their name? They're not here no more. Uh, you just want to recognize them. You know, they're not here. They've gone to heaven. Is anybody can remember anybody that you just want to name their names? I would say like Middle Tough, you know, from Domino's. He was a regular at, at Radiotron. And then you have Ozrock. Uh, he came from New York, and he was teaching the kids breakdancing. So those two guys, you know, they moved on, and uh, so definitely want to remember them. And I'm sure there's many others. Yeah. Anybody else got anybody else they remember? They want to just mention their name, man, bring back to life? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, my homeboy uh, who was in my, my first, you know, rap group um, slash DJ group, he was actually, his name is Roger Wilson. We called him Midnight, but he was actually, Carmelo mentioned tap bands. Our group consisted of one rapper, one DJ, and one tap dancer. Wow. And that was that was our gimmick. We would he would he would be the, uh, the guy who would come out and he would tap while I rapped and while wow. my cousin oh, man. 
So you had the tap, the rap, and the scratch, yeah, going on all at the same time. And yeah, that that you know that's that was my brother, you know, that was my dude, and you know I miss him dearly. And yeah, I just want to you know shout out to him, Roger Wilson, man, Midnight uh, from back in the day. That's what it's about, man. It's bringing us about not really forgetting who, you know, where we come from, who was around us at the time that's not here. That is just so important. I mean, I salute to all the people. You feel me? Um, um, And I thank y'all for, you know, going deep like that. You know, you don't have to do that. And I appreciate y'all going, you know, bringing something out like that. Ladies and gentlemen, when I was asking, let y'all know the reason why I really want to do this interview, because I felt that you can take this for the rest of the week after we do this show. You're going to be able to come back and grab this show, and now you can play it the whole week. You can send it out to everybody. You can send it out to the museum, the hip-hop museum. You feel me? You can send it out to and let them listen to this interview. You can replay it while you're around kids. You can, like I said, Mr. Camillo, you're around the kids. Now you can come back and play this while you like just having kids around. They can hear you on the radio. So like I said, this is history. This is why I want to do it so y'all can have something to and utilize. And Go ahead. And let the folks know that the show is totally free. It's a, a family-friendly uh, event. So you can bring your grandma and the kids and the aunts and the uncles and everybody to enjoy. Uh, so come down. Uh, it starts at 4 o'clock. Get there early so you get good seats. Uh, you get to sit under some trees in the shade and enjoy the beautiful show in a beautiful park. And it's all free for the people. Man, that is amazing, man. Like I say, y'all can come back after an hour or two. I'll make sure that everybody email this. I'll make sure I email this show uh, to everybody so y'all can have it in y'all records. So y'all can just go ahead and listen to it before you go to sleep. You know, if you're at home and got nothing to do, turn it on and listen to it, you know. Uh, let's brand this first uh, hip-hop interview on Compton Politics. Uh, yes, Compton Politics will have a booth at the event. Uh, it's, for, it's for the community, um, and I will actually be promoting my film, Freeway Boys, mm-hmm. Untold Story, at my booth, because it's real positive. It's from 84, which, you know, me and Mark been talking, me and Silky even talking about, because, uh, you know, the music that was back then is back in the 80s. So our film is the back, starts off in 1984. So it's all a perfect connection, what we're doing this way, you know what I mean? So a lot of things are happening behind uh, closed doors. And, and, and I'm just amazed. It's just amazing on how we know people have came together. Uh, I can see a caller just came in. Who is this on the line that just called in? Is it a caller just called in? What's your name on the line? Oh, well, they got the radio off. Hello. Who is that? Hello. Yo, what's up? Who is this on the line? The West is woke. Uh, what's up, Joe Knowledge? This is Joe Knowledge. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we have all the legends on the line, you know, from back in the day. We actually have a legend, L.A. Bopper, on the line, Sensei Bop. So we got L.A. Bopper on the line, L.A. Boppers. Uh, what's, what's up, Joe, Sensei? Uh, rehearsing with Earthquake from L.A. Bobby Crew and Bobby Chris. Scorpio on his okay. way over here. Okay. Well, you know, we got all the people that are supporting us doing the event on the phone right now. So, um, you know, they hear you talking. What you have to say about the exciting day, you know what I'm saying, and what's going on, what made you start with the pop lock. You know, you were, you was one of the, the guys who did the, the bop, and a lot of these dancers was out here doing the bop. They're out here pop locking. You one of the original 
Bebopper Popper. So uh, can you let the people know uh, who you are? We, we basically we basically represent the untold story of Poppers. You know, you got Poppers and Pop Lockers. We're the Pop Lockers. The Poppers were the electric boogaloos that came from Fresno, uh, influenced by the Bay Area. So when they came out here, and we, most people, was, they were the first person we seen do it, you know, that got on TV and everything. So a lot of people took them as the Alpha and Omega of popping. Well, there was a homegrown pop-locking situation here in L.A. already being birthed out of, the, out of the robot and lockers groups. It was roboters, and then it was lockers. And then when you, when you combine the two dances, see, robot is real slow and, and robotic, where the locking is more freedom, and you can jump around, and you can move fast. If you slow down your, your locker and speed up the roboter and then give the roboter the freedom to move around like a locker, what you got is the speed for pop locking. So we were born here in the streets of L.A. as far as, as, far as that's concerned. We battled on corners, front yards, noon dances, parades. Uh, Venice Beach, uh, Hollywood and Highland, uh, Uncle Jam's Army, uh, uh, dodging gang fights and, and jail cells and bullets. And, you know, we was really in the streets. We didn't have um, uniforms and stuff like everybody else, but each member of our crew really literally holds their own. Right now we're considered one of the best old school groups that's still together, that still get out, and the, the level of um, um, quality of our dance is still there as far as the old school group that, that, that still exists to this day. So the, the, the popping world uh, uh, has really started to acknowledge us, you know, like really acknowledge us. Every time you see somebody raising their chest up and down, like they're doing a heartbeat move, well, that's called the bop. That was our, that's our group, the L.A. Bopping Crew. Everybody in my crew had a signature move where we would raise our chest up and come down with it and make a bop, you know, like a, a, a bop with it. Bop and Andre was one of the first persons to actually start doing that. He was a part of a he was a roboter of a locking group, and he used to his bot used to hit so hard that people mistaked it, didn't know he was saying botting, but they started calling it bopping. Then we became the second generation from him, the LA Bopping Crew, and we've been uh, I've been battling living legends all my life. When, as a kid, I was I battled Flat Top. Y'all probably know him from um, uh, uh, Santa Monica and Venice Beach. Uh, animation, uh, people from Pomona. I mean, I done went through a lot of the, the, the people who still get down to this day, too, uh, matter of fact. that Matter of fact, Flat Top and Animation is uh, pretty good still to this day. I be seeing them yeah. all the time. They're buddies of mine. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. You know what? I really appreciate that story. Anybody want to respond to the book? Oh, see, now, Hello? Animation lived at Radio Tron. Animation actually lived there. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Of my, you know, one of my biggest battles was at the uh, Radio Tron. And uh, Ice-T was on the mic battling uh, Jazzy, my little young homeboy Jazzy, yeah. the rapper, yeah. DJ Jazzy. And they was up there battling on the mic when I was battling Buzz Bunny, too. And I remember looking up at the stage and seeing Ice-T actually going head-to-head -head with my boy. I turned around and said, okay, you finna get it. I did about a thousand yeah. steps and beat homeboy. <laughs> wow. That's beautiful. We appreciate that. Yeah, I got another call in, ladies and gentlemen. Calling from California, I'm gonna click in. I don't know who it is. People study calling in at the last minute, but I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Conference Politics. Who is this? This is Lorenzo Elmer. Who's on the line? Hi, Lorenzo. This is Christy on the line. I'm happy to be here on your show tonight. I just tuned in, so I just wanted to say hello and let you know I was in the house tonight. How is Conference Politics doing? Oh, you know, we're doing it good. We got all the legends from the hip hop era. You know, we got some heavy hitters that actually. Was the the seed planters of this hip hop era 
Um, if there's any questions you have to ask, you know, I know you wasn't you just came in, but I'm sure you know about the hotel motel Holiday Inn and the LA Wrecking Crew and uh and oh, the yeah, group, that's uh, that's Uncle Army and uh and the Silky D the DJs and the uh, Camillos with the breaking movies and all that. That's who's on the line tonight. Straight up history, straight up legendary people, which makes you a legend too, because you know, just where you calling in content politics. That make you a legend tonight. You get Brenda right along with us because you're part of history tonight. You have any questions? I'm happy to be here tonight. Um, so my, my my question at hand is, what what is the hip hop gonna do, or what do they see in the future for us as a people, or how can you know the hip hop community or the legends that we have help us as a people in a whole? I think by teaching the young people the history. And the true roots of hip hop. Hip hop is a movement, a peace movement, an alternative to violence and drug use. So that's the, the, the true history. It's kids coming together and dancing and creating art and music. And that movement spread around the world. And with the movement, we could actually create world peace. Because if we let the young people and create more spaces and support and nurture their talents, they don't need to be fighting. And they fight, they want to take it to the battle of dancing or, or battle on the microphone, but not guns and, and weapons and destruction, but creating spaces and culture and the best of a people and just keep passing that on to our children and our children's children. So that's how hip-hop will definitely can be a vehicle to create peace in the world. Wow, that's, that's wonderful. I, I hear you saying um, culture. And I have a movement, Our Culture Under Construction, which is reconstructing knowledge and uplifting unity. So as, as being from the old school as well as from yourself, I just wonder, what do you think about the music now? You know, when we were children, the music was talking about something, but now it's uh, um, gangs and it's um, sexual well, and all that. How do you feel about how it turned from I, when, I you think, know, you were in the music industry? I, I think it got, you know, really corrupt because the values that are being expounded are, about, you know, making money and sex and materialism. A kid just got shot in both sides for for doing graffiti. They put more value on a wall, on property, than on a life. And we can't have that because a a life is priceless. Our young people, our children, our babies, they are priceless. So we have to teach them to value themselves and value each other. So I'm not down with all the, 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 you know, the lyrics that are, that are degrading to women or that are promoting just materialism. I'm not down with that. But a lot of kids that I work with, they're not down with that either. They just don't get the airplay. But we're going to change that. We're going to create our own airwaves like this radio right. station. That's what we right. need to, to do it our own selves. That's one thing. Some of the things we have, to, we have to look at, too, this is clientele again, is the fact that um, music is so diverse and hip-hop in and of itself has so many different sub-genres to it that uh, most people who are really hip-hop heads will find, you know, the quality music or find the conscious music or find the music that's about something. It's only the corporate machine right now currently that is pushing a certain type of Mm -hmm. music or a certain type of hip-hop and we we can we can reject that you know if we want to. Uh, we can teach our kids, you know, parents can teach their kids a, a different way or another alternative as well, and, and and lead by example. So I think part of it too is you know us us as parents 
and us as concerned citizens, you know, also helping and coming together and teaching other ways and other alternative, you know, forms of music and letting folks know that it's not just because the, you know, radio stations have a playlist of about 20 or 25 songs that they constantly play around the clock. Yeah. Or certain, certain, you know, record companies only push a certain type of music because they know mm-hmm. that it's sensationalized. Right. It's gonna, right. You know, it's going to be hot at the moment and sell the most, you know, because they're profit-driven. They're, they're a profit-motive-driven entity. So we can right. reject all of that ourselves and, and really raise the bar in terms of, you know, our consciousness and what we can do as consumers of the music to really, uh, you know, help kids to, you know, and guide them in a way that, that is that is more feasible for the long term as opposed to, you know, just, you know, putting money in somebody else's pocket and, and only exploiting, you know, one one subgenre of the music. So those are some things one, we can one, do as well. One thing I like to say is that dancing saves many lives, saves many lives. I know a lot of people that stop gangbanging to dance. I've got a lot of yeah. passes to walk through neighborhoods because I could pop. They say, oh, that's that dude from school. Hey, he'd get out. They was getting ready to rush me. You know, but they realized who we was. They was like, oh, hey, man, let me see you do something. You know, hey, man, my boy can get out. And then when I beat them, they'd be laughing at their homeboy, you know, and give us a pass. <laughs> it saves it, it many lives. I, I talk about the evolution of hip-hop in one of my fields on the West Coast. Now, on the East Coast, they wore baggy pants because they wore two or three pants because it was cold. With us, we wore baggy pants because it made our, our waves look, look more fluidly. Uh, the big radio. You would never want to run into a, in another neighborhood and run into a cat that could dance and don't have a radio. That was the most fun <laughs> right. thing to ever do. So everybody <laughs> right. would bring a big boombox, and if it was more than one radio, then they would have battle with the radios, and whoever was the loud radio would win the uh, 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 the, the would be the radio that would play for the battle because they wanted right. the best music for the battle. Wow. Uh, the graffiti artists, the greedy, graffiti artists just started hitting up in the areas where we got down at. Like, like Venice Beach and Hollywood and Highland. Then the DJs, they would get the parties and they would mix the breakdown beats. This started in the, in the, in the early 80s with the funk music because the songs then only had a funky part for about one or two bars to get real funky. So they would, they would mix the funky part and make it longer for us to, to, to get down on. Then the MCs would get up there and start battling and doing their thing while we down there popping. That's why it's described that scene at the Radiotron. You know, it's like the whole hip-hop scene evolved around us dancing. But, you know, we don't really get our respect or our props, you know what I'm saying, as far as our contribution, you know, to hip-hop. That's why I'm glad you guys are recognizing, you know, this part of hip-hop because it's long overdue. Right, most definitely. Yeah, so, you know, um, um, I have a question about – there's a lot of callers. I see the Galaxy Achievers on the line. I know he's going to come in and got some questions. I'm really, I've been waiting for him to come in. Can you that's come that's in? Oh, yeah. Okay, I see him. Okay. What's up, Mr. Galaxy oh. Chief? What questions do you have tonight? Hey, can you know everybody that's on the line? Yeah, everybody's on the line. Who? Yeah, Galaxy Chief. Galaxy Chief is on the line. Galaxy Chief is listening. Oh, he's listening? Yes. So we got a couple of people, man. We got uh, Camilo Alvarez, who started Radio Tron. Oh, what's up, Camilo? Hey. I met, your, I met your mom one time when I was uh, uh, doing an internship at Comcast on Lakewood and Rosecrans. Yeah. And we, we, we was doing a, a film stuff in the back. I met your mom before. I think she probably told you about me. Mama Breaker. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's going to be yeah, there. Be there on, on Saturday. Come on down. Where? MacArthur oh, Park. Yeah, yeah. MacArthur. Yeah, 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 we there. We there. Yeah. Yeah, so look, this is Content Politics. This is T25CL.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. We have some of the most dominant people in music way before all this other gangster uh, 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 other type of music. I mean, this is what I was raised on. This is my style of stuff. Uh, I talk about names. I say names nowadays. The kids look at me like I'm crazy. I feel like I'm 80 years old when I say a name from the 70s and the 80s. I said, uh, I think I said Curtis Blow the other day to a youngster. He looked at me like if I was crazy. I said, hey, man, you heard of Curtis Blow? He said, who? What? I said, Curtis Blow. And it just made me feel like, wow, you know, life has really changed, y'all. So the change that we bring in, we're bringing the change back. The change is coming back. The change is coming back. It's like deja vu again. It's going to be a brand new a brand new start all over again. Like I was telling Mr. Com- Mr. Alvarez, Camilo Alvarez, I was telling him that the things that y'all are doing, y'all are changing the economic movement. It's really giving people something to look up towards for, even an artist that's giving up in music. While y'all doing this, you don't even know how this enlightened people. I have a friend that called me from New York, and he said, man, they coming from New York. I mean, I have talked to some guys from New York. Yeah. I was saying, man, they come. He said, man, I got some friends. They coming from New York. I'm like, what? He said, bro, people are coming to this event. This thing wow. is spreading all over. I don't know. It's just the energy. You know, like you said, it's a family thing. It's like... It's a revival. It's going to buy you a funeral. Only time somebody come around is in the funeral. This is what this is like. This is what the hip-hop brings. And only time somebody come around is when it's something really serious. And my whole question is this to, to the main people, the main guests on all this, on, the, on the phone. How did y'all get go back and grab all these people from back in this time? How did y'all do that? Man, How did one y'all word. do it? One, one word, love, man. Love, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's all love. But you say you have a hundred over. It's gonna be over a hundred people coming. Just everybody ain't gonna be able to do everything. But it's like it is gonna be a hundred people. How did the word get out like this to make it this magnitude? Where people coming from everywhere? I think people are, people are tired of uh, of the, what's happening right now in the world, like all the wars and the violence and and the selection is really crazy. You have a lot of a lot of hate being spilled, and 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 you know it's beautiful. The hip hop artists are are stepping up to the plate and saying no to the hate and yes to the love, and I think it's a real tribute to the true culture of hip hop. And also, I got to give props to to Silky and, and and to clientele because they they're 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 OGs, you know, and, and they call their people, and their people didn't ask like how much am I going to get paid? They say I want to be there, I want to represent, I want to present the true roots of hip hop. And I'm, I'm doing this out of my heart, out of love. And I'm bringing a lot of young people. I'm bringing, like, representatives of this generation. And they ain't asking how much. They're saying, how much can I give? You know, what can I do? What can I do to be a part of this? And they're going to be exposed to those OGs. They're going to be exposed to the history. So the OGs, they're going to be, like, young people are going to be introduced to them. And we've got to bring, bring all generations together and all peoples together for one movement, one movement for peace and healing and unity in this world. 
and that's what's bringing everybody together. But you can't take away that clientele. Also, shout out to Lady T for helping, and for and for you for inviting us to be on this radio show and getting the word out. Absolutely, yeah, sir. There's no problem, man. I love y'all, man. I mean, y'all, my mentor. You know what I'm saying? Is if if it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be here right now talking to you right now. You know what I mean? What would this show be like tonight if I didn't know y'all tonight? You feel what I'm saying? So that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It's a blessing to have the multi, the magnitude of who's on my line at one time. Usually, I say, let me I get y'all interview here. This like five shows right here at one time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I got Camillo, Silky D, Mark. I mean, woo, I'm killing the game. You know what I'm saying? You can't get no bigger than this. But, you know, like I said, I'm going to take this. And I'm going to take it. I'm, go ahead. You got a bopper there, didn't Bopper got a bopper. Yeah, you got, you got Sensei Bop. That's my brother from the other mother. You know, we've been knowing. He met me five times, so. You know he got to be my friend. He got introduced to me five times. Or how many years? Ten years? Fifteen years? But is this how God works? And we all yeah. just came together on, on one report tonight, and I love it. Like I said, this yeah. is Keith and Fire Our Go ahead. Said it best. We, you know, hip-hop is just stepping up and um, with the responsibility of educating, creating jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, promoting peace, um, just the whole art of creative expression uh, of a human being of life. And um, it is the greatest love. I'm so honored and so blessed to be working amongst everyone here, the ones on this phone just as well as the ones that's going to be joining us. And this is, to me, for my lifetime, a once-in-a-lifetime uh, dream to, to really show hey, the love of the community as well as our youth and how much it's here. And the artist that decided to stand up and do that and showing it this just is, as much uh, as Carmelo as from Radio Tara. And great. Chris Left? Hey, hey, you got the... Put your phone on pause. I'm going to put you on pause. Hold on a minute. I got the, uh, I don't know if Rosalyn here. Rosalyn, can you come back here? Because I then got so low, I can't hear nobody. You got it. Huh? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we hear you very well. We can hear you. We can hear you. It's real long. Yeah, we, I, I'm here. Hey, I got an earthquake. He want to say hi. Hey, what's going right. on, brother? Hold on. I'm trying to get my sound together over here. Can you hear those are uh, beautiful words, Silky. Beautiful words. I don't know if you can hear it. Yeah, you done? Yeah. Man, beautiful people. And you know what? That's That right there, I got chills going through my body to be in the midst of, uh, of, of uh, a number, not a small number, but over, uh, you know, to have over 70 artists and as well as the crew and everybody in the same spiritual light, that right there. Is a movement. Yeah. It's not only a movement, it's, 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 it's pronounced on what unity and love is and togetherness right. and, and showing how much we really care than what people normally think that, you know, certain artists don't or certain people don't. This right here is going to show that a huge number of people care. Yeah. You don't have to march. No. 
We're, you know, we're celebrating. We're making this a family event. We're showing respect. We're showing love for each other. And they get to see it right there in front of their eyes that, yes, it can happen. And, yes, we can make a change. And that's even more beautiful within itself. Yes. Yes, that is. That is. Uh, I want to say something real quick. Galaxy Chief, the actually head brother in charge of this network, one of them, uh, he's on here and he's saying that it's too late for him to make a comment because he don't know what we're talking about. Well, Mr. Chief. It's never too late. Look, bruh, it's who you want to talk to, man. Everybody on the line are the legends of hip-hop. These are the people who started the movement way before anything was even thought about being for real today. So I would love for you to call in. Uh, Actually, Ron Hudson, your friend of T25, your family member of T25, Ron Hudson, um, he's actually going to sing California Love. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm just trying to let the chief know so he can come on in and ask some questions. Um, so, uh, chief, are you coming in? Because I'm waiting on you. Because I know you got some profound questions. You got some questions for these special guests. Um, so, wake up and get on the line. I see a guest. There's a guest on number of guests 15. Thank you for listening. Somebody's on the computer. We got guests on the line. We got guests on the computer. It's a hot night tonight. Like I said, this is T25CL.com. Hey. <laughs> excuse me. I think I'm getting up. I think I'm getting up. getting sick. So excuse my coughing. Yeah, hey, hey, so did you say um Earthquake wanted to say something? Oh yeah, yeah. Earthquake. Oh yeah, boy. You can tell they in a get Earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't call the earthquake, call an earthquake on counter politics, man. Amen. No, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, after about an hour, I'm going to be able, you can come back. You go to T25CL. If you wanna, I'm going to give oh, you a yeah, couple seconds. Just, I think they just left. Okay, okay. Let's go ahead. All right, let me, uh, so this is what you do. Y'all got to hear me out. If you got a pen or paper, you have to write down T25CL.com. Go to that website, then you go to Galaxy Talk Radio, then you click on Compton Politics, then you click on that Compton Politics page, and then that audio of all my shows is going to pop up, and then you can listen to the show. If you want to email it to yourself, you can email it, but if you want me to email it to you, I can email it to you where you have it. So, hey, how long is your show? Well, this show right now is an hour and 30 minutes tonight with us, everybody on it. Which we're oh. gonna still go another fifteen minutes. So it's a whole. So you already got an hour and a half show already in the can already. Cause I I got some homework to do for uh, Silky D. Yeah, okay, well, we have to work. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. I got the county <laughs> chief on. He's the last guy with the questions. I let everybody say their last words. And on this five four three two one content politics. All right, can we work with that? All right. All right. Okay, Chief, what's your questions, Chief? This is the Galaxy Chief. This is T25. I can't say what I want to say. First of all, I I don't even know who you have on. I just walked in. I just turned you on. I didn't even know if you were still on or not. So who's who's on the show tonight? Okay, well, can you explain who you are, Mark, about a couple of seconds and Silky D explain? But I'm not going to do no explaining because I'm not going to say nothing wrong. So we got (laughs) history. No, it's all good. We We got the first 
woman ever lady DJ in hip hop. We have the king of rap that created this stuff way before. He was Dr. Dre was on his team from LA Wrecking Crew. Uh, and we have uh, uh, like Silky D. And we got uh, 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 Carmelo uh, uh, Alvarez who started Radio Trine, who helped Ice T get started. Boogle, I mean, from Breaking, you got the LA Bopper, the great Sensei Bop. Well, we got the people who started the hip hop era on the West Coast. So you got to understand, Camelo is the guy who had Breaking filmed at his youth center downtown, the movie Breaking, dealing with Boogaloo Shrimp, Shabadoo, all these type of cats. He did with everybody. He started this yeah. era. Let me clarify that. Ice T and the Glove, they opened Radio Club. So when I came, I opened a, a youth center called Youth Break Center, and they came and filmed the movies Breaking and Electric Boogaloo. So the kids, they want to call the club Radiotron, Radiotron. So we wrote a letter to the film company and said, do we have permission to use Radiotron? And the film company said, you have permission to use Radiotron for the benefit of community kids. And that's how Radiotron was born. But the underground nightclub every Friday from 11 to 5 in the morning was Radio Club, and that's where Ice-T was the MC, and the Glove and Evil E were the DJs, and that's where okay. all the puppies and Boogaloo Shrimp and everybody stood yeah. So I want to give credit and respect to the OG Radio Club, and then Radio Trump was an after-school youth center, and it was open every day except Sundays. So, so hey, so y'all see why I want people to talk for themselves. So I will get it twisted up because this was Compton Politics. So uh, can y'all, you let them know who you are, uh, uh, Mr. Camelo. Can you let them know who you are, Mark, and Silky D? Yeah, no no problem, okay. man. Um, uh, my name is Klein Taylor, also Mark Hawkins. I'm the uh, CEO and chairman of the Universal Hip Hop Network, which is a, a broadband TV channel, but also uh, considered one of the architects of, of Compton rap and the Compton hip hop sound with uh, Dr. Dre and DJ Yella. This was all pre-NWA. This was actually before, um, you know, the Straight Outta Compton movie started. And I also was a mentor at Ice Cube, you know, from back in the day as, as a young artist. And, um, yeah, so basically, you know, I've, I've been working in, you know, hip-hop and entertainment, man, all these years, really making sure that the, the ship goes in a direction that, you know, ha- has respect. So that's that's pretty much what I do. All right, Silky D, can you give a little spill, please? I am, I'm a lot of first. I am the beginning of female DJs that are on the turntables as they are now, as well as being audio owners. I'm also um, the UN ambassador for Five Star Youth Foundation and the ambassador for the West Coast for the Women in Hip Hop, uh, for Universal Hip Hop Museum. And um, very blessed. First Lady for Uncle Jam's Army, which is the beginning of the era for West Coast hip-hop. All right, all right. And we got, you already know Sensei Bob. You done heard him every week, so we don't want to get him started. We're almost trying to end the we show. Also got no, earthquake on the house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, Earthquake is on the line. All right, go ahead. Hey, tell him we got like three minutes, man. Hey, how you doing? This is Earthquake of the legendary L.A. Bop and crew. Giving love right. and respect to everybody out there, as usually I would do, as a humble individual I am, as a positive energy and entity to all people. That's right. Thank you, my brother. Thank you for even just enlightening yourself on the line. 
this is Earthquake, one of the greatest L.A. boppers has been. This dude is hardcore. He about, how tall are you, about 6'4"? Six, 6'3". Four? Six, you almost got yeah, it. About, <laughs> right, right, right. He about 6'3". About 6'3". Six, six, so you, I like looking at tall pop rock because it's funny to me to see some tall guy pop rocking. You know what I'm saying? It just looks kind of not weird. It don't look straight. It just looks like, how is this tall dude able to do this? You know what I'm saying? It just looks interesting. But I just want to thank everybody for calling in. Okay, now, Galaxy T, did you hear everybody? Uh, yes, sir. It's a pleasure to have All everybody right. on the show. Uh, sorry I'm late. Just had an emergency I had to deal with. And, you know, just been away from here for a couple of weeks. Been down there in Tinseltown. And so uh, back up here before I get back down there. So uh, it's great to hear from everybody. And uh, let's keep it the moving. The West is woke. And uh, let's make it do what it do. And anything we can yeah. do here at T25CL to help anybody or to join forces to do whatever we need to do to make things better for everybody, just holler at us, man. We we good to go. Yeah, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Galaxy, I will have a, a booth at this major event. It's going to be over 100 artists on stage. Just the whole hip-hop family is coming back from 30, 40 years ago, my brother, and it's the original people. It's not like somebody saying they're doing a hip-hop concert. No, we're talking about the people who planted the seeds of hip-hop. It's on the phone right now. And the ones who's actually doing this event, I want to go ahead and do my last thanks. I really want to give a big thanks, y'all. We got to give it up for our girl, Lady T. She really helped me produce this show. Really, I mean, I mean I'm like really blown away. She made my show a little bit more smoother. I mean, I'm at the utilize. I'm sorry. I got to this because she made my show smoother. She just came in and just took over, which I don't let people do. But sometimes you have to, you have to look and learn. You know, you got. I, look, I'm older than her, so I got to learn from young people. This is my way of learning from young people because sometimes we get to the older age where we think we know and things didn't change, y'all. Things didn't change for real. Things have changed. It's not what I think today. They don't think like that no more. So I have to get with, not saying she's some young girl, but she's young. And then you have to get with younger people to keep up, my friend. I see why Mr. Camillo deal with all these young people. That's why he stands so young. He looks like a little kid. When you see him, be like, how old are you? Are you Benjamin Franklin? You know what I'm saying? Are you going backwards to be younger? But I, but I understand this movement, and I get that same. That's why I deal with youth, because it makes me feel young. Like I said, I asked about Curtis Blow. And the young boy looked at me like a bomb was crazy. I said, well, who's up and coming and who's the bomb? He got the name of people. He didn't say Nelly. He didn't say DMX. He said some new people. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's some more new people? And he's like, yeah, man, this dude named so-and-so. He got this song. I'm like, man, I never heard. He said, oh, yeah, man, that song went platinum. I'm like, what? How old is he? He said the dude was like 17. I'm like, I never heard of this dude before. So it's glad. I'm glad that this hip-hop is coming back. Because like somebody said, we're gonna be able to. They're gonna be up there with these OGs, and it's the OGs responsibilities. It's our responsibilities to go grab one of them kids and put them to the side and say something in his ear. That's and, everybody's and you, job. Go ahead. And you know, too, we we're gonna show them a little something, something. You know, we're gonna we're gonna teach some of these youngsters how it's done. You know, how we used to do it back in the day, and uh, we're gonna give them some pointers on on uh, you know, what makes this whole machine tick, what makes this train run for sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So anybody got any last words y'all want to say, Mr. Camillo, Silky D, you got a couple of minutes. I'm going to give everybody their little last minute shine. Uh, remember, after about another hour, 
However you want to see it, hit me up on the page. How we networking? Let me know how you want. Yeah, Elroy wanted on. to say something, if I may. Go ahead. I want to say so also. Long, Go ahead. I want to say also, I'm a political soldier. The Most High God. I also do positive vibration music, reggae, roots like Bob Marley. I'm about to introduce that to the popping world as well because I have it in a popping fashion that generates positive vibration in the community where there's so much corruption going on and it's very needed. So I would like y'all to help me big that up too in every fashion and every way. Give me your support so that I can help these youths who are getting killed out here in these streets daily. We love that, man. You know, anyway, uh, what I would like to do is everybody, when you go, when I go down the road, just tell people how they can get in contact with you or something like that. If you don't want to get in contact with people, but this is the way you can promote yourself. Like I said, we're going to come back in an hour or two. You can go ahead and listen to the rest of the night, back to the show. Get your app on your phone, T25CL.com app on the phone. It's a 24-hour radio station. Robin, can you make an announcement as far as our radio sh- uh, other shows? Then I'm going to go ahead and end it. Now, I'm not the people kind of close out like a minute apiece. Can you tell them about our other shows, and I'm going to the guests, let them end, and we're going to stop the show. I'm sorry, y'all. Go along. <laughs> that's you, Zoe. That's you. Well, you know what? I, first of all, I want to thank everyone on behalf of T25CL Entertainment and Galaxy Talk Radio for all the phenomenal work that each and every one of you have contributed to the world. But um, we just want to say, um, of course, we have Lorenzo's shows on Monday nights. And then, of course, we have Tuesday, we have Straight Talk from the Hired Brush with Barbara McGee and Rodney Best. Of course, my show, Rosalind Corner, is on Wednesday nights. Thursday, we have Dr. Nenana Kweku and Corey Jeffries with Soul Vibrations. And then we have, wrapping up the week, Sanford Tees with Keys to the Kingdom, the gospel industry, and all the news. So that wraps it up, and we're getting ready to start a new show coming up pretty soon. Matter of fact, two new shows coming up pretty soon on the African cuisine, and then we're going to have another young lady who's going to be starting her new, her new show as well. So pretty soon the whole week is going to be wrapped up. And you know what? We're also looking for people who want to have their own show, who have a story to tell to the world. Like Lorenzo said, we saw something in him that started him out three years ago, and he's been going on and on with a phenomenal show. So we just look forward to meeting everyone and contributing to whatever efforts all the endeavors, we come together to make it a better world. All right. Thank you so much, my sister. That was a, man, it's wonderful having all. So, Mark, you can say your little last word, and this is going to go down the line. Yes, sir. And, again, uh, just to echo what everyone else is saying, I want to thank you all for having me tonight and, and being able to share in this information and, and uh, really invite folks out to come and, and celebrate and, and share in, in peace and unity and, and love and, and this wonderful, wonderful you know, culture of hip-hop and the hip-hop community and what it really stands for and what it's really about. Uh, also, can't forget my brother, Arab, Arabian Prince. He's going to be there, too. Um, but just to say, you know, if folks you know, want to reach out reach out to me or, or anyone on the team, um, they can reach me personally uh, on Twitter at DJ underscore CLI underscore N underscore T-E-L. That uh, spells out DJ uh, clientele with the underscores in between. But, uh, yeah, uh, I invite everybody and encourage everybody to come on out and, uh, you know, let's share in this, this wonderful genre of hip-hop. Thank you, sir. I tell all to know me, too, as uh, E-Rasta. I've done a piece with him before. If he will remember me and King Trotad and Bert and uh, 
a few other characters was also involved with that. Why you all up in my, you know, stuff? <laughs> yeah, clientele should remember that piece. We done it right yeah. in his little uh, studio garage over in Inglewood. If you will remember me, this is quite yep. much love, clientele. Been a long time, that. man. Yeah, it's been a minute. All right. It's been a minute. Yeah, man. All right, thanks. Uh, next, next guest presenter, last word. Anybody can come yeah. in. Come on. This is Sensei Bop. You can uh, reach me at L.A. Bopper Crew on Facebook. That's spelled L-A-B-O-P-P-I-N-C-R-E-W. You can also reach me on email at huntedtut uh, at gmail, H-U-N-T-E-D-T-U-T-T, at gmail.com. Uh, be, before I became Sensei Bop, my original nickname was Hunter Touch from the LA Bopper Crew. And I had one uh, question for Carmelo. Uh, do you remember that that time when uh, Ice T was battling Jazzy? You, did you know Jazzy? You remember Jazzy? Yeah. 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 You remember when they had that battle? I, that was me on the floor battling when they when that went down. I was battling a dude named uh, Bugs Bunny too. <laughs> well, I, I look forward to seeing you at the radio trial. Catch up on all that. It's going to be a lot. It's a family reunion there. So yeah, and it's also, yeah, we'll and it's also earthquake. Whenever I can introduce this positive music, man, I want y'all to give me a flow, give me open okay. window, and I'm good to go, man. On the you spot, I deliver for the Most High God anytime. You got it. All right. We'd like to get you on TV Five CL Entertainment on our radio show and on the on the um, music on the radio. We bring new music. Okay, to well I'll shoot you my CD. Flow. We got to give it. <laughs> got it. Got it. Hey, we're gonna hey, we're gonna talk about that. Uh, 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 you know, when I see your brother, we're gonna go ahead and get this show done, finished, and let these people go on my Camilla. Go ahead and finish what you want to say to Silky D, and you know, we're gonna go ahead and end this thing. You know, we're gonna respect everybody because we done went an hour, crew. Hour. <laughs> Man, that's a, it's just so gigantic. I just want to thank everyone on this radio show as well as Compton Politics. Thank you for having us. And a big shout-out to Lady T. Much love for her. She, yeah. You know, yeah, my assistant. Yeah. And, um, man, I just look forward to everybody being there. Uh, bring your blankets. Like I said, your kids. This is a family environment, and it's all about peace in the street. Yep. So, what about you, Camilo, Mr. Camilo? Well, what I have to say is there's we will achieve peace through unity. And yeah. I'm sending my love to every single person on this show and everybody listening. And I look forward to uh, August 27th, uh, the People's Park. We're going to be there. And it's going to be, like somebody quoted, the uh, the Woodstock of hip-hop. And that's yeah. a true fest. So peace to yeah. all and have a good night. All right. Thank you. Like, thank you, everybody, for calling in. Um, I just want to thank my, you know, I want to thank all of, you know, people that's a part of it. You know, I'm going to name what I got on the paper right here. Uh, the Levis Pavilion, Radiotron, Universal Hip Hop Museum, Stage of the Art, Ladylike Entertainment. I want to thank Compton Politics and Tika Five for stepping up. Like, uh, I want to really thank, like I said, Lady T. She's like, I don't know. She done did something with this show and helped us up. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, uh, somebody want to say something real quick? Thank you, everybody, for calling in. I'll see you all on Saturday. Thank you so much. I love you guys, everybody. I'll see you at the top. Who are you? you just give oh, a I'm sorry. I'm Miss T. Miss T, fabulous associate producer, talent coordinator, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you very much. 
You know, she had to get a little shot and didn't want to be left out. Yeah, I don't blame her. This is history. That's right. You blame her, y'all. Right. <laughs> she right. is not no dummy, y'all. But I just want to thank everybody for coming in. I just want to thank everybody for calling in. I'm, like I said, I'm very excited. I might not be able to sleep tonight. But I'm going to go for sure. I listen to this radio show tonight when I lay back uh, on my bed. So uh, this is where I end my show. I just count down for five. Then I said count some politics. Uh, I want to just give a shout-out to everybody. That's a part of this movement that's going on. This is just the first. So I think this, I think somebody going to want this somewhere in their country. So I think this is just a brand of taking it other places and other countries because that's what you'll get a lot of more support, too, of hip-hop. And I know this in other countries. So I want to go ahead and count down five, four, three, two, one. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.